Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and thanks for listening to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And for those of you all who have never logged into us before and aren't sure what we do, I run a thriving private practice, um, right one downtown Chicago and one in the in the city of Naperville, Illinois as well. And we do everything from medication management to individual therapy, organizational building, and much more. Darren, what do you do here? During the world of associates, I focus on mock interviews, career counseling, and resume consults. All right. So today's topic is about adoptions. And as you guys know, we do a lot of conversations about the, the things that affect the relationships that everybody goes through. Yep. And adoption is one of those things. And so I know that we had advertised to you guys that we were going to have a guest today. And I just wanted to touch base about that a little bit. Our guest decided not to come today. She was she was really concerned about talking about the topic, and as it got closer to it, decided not to. And I wanted to touch base with that for a second because I do want to talk about the fact that um, there's a lot of shame associated with adoption, and people feel some guilt associated with adopting out their children, and, and should they have done it, and what should have happened because they did do it. And so I really feel like she pulled back Darren because of that. And so just for those listeners that have adopted children or have uh, let their children be adopted for whatever reasons that they've chosen to do so, I kind of we want to take some of the shame associated Absolutely. with that away yes. and really help people to understand that you don't have to feel bad for making the best decision that you thought you needed to make in the moment that you made it. And if we could say the person who was a guest, the adoption happened a number of years ago, right? It wasn't it happened, the recent one, right. but it can impact someone's life many years Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So it, it actually happened 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah, and so the children are 20 and older, right, because they were adopted out at certain ages, and so mm-hmm. now she's reconnected with the children. I don't want to give up too, right, too right, much no. information because she's not here, but we did want to let you, we did want to acknowledge that because people oftentimes have a hard time talking about some of these deep topics. Right, and I just want to bring up the point that, it, again, it didn't happen six months ago, a year ago, 20 years ago, and it's still impacting the family. That shame is still there, right? right. That shame is still there. And um, for those of you, first of all, I'm assuming that everyone knows what adoption is. So we're going to work off the definition of adoption being that someone else takes legal um, care for and liability for your children. They probably assume someone else's name, right? Yes, that's and, Possibly renamed by that family, and they live their lives out with that family. Right. So it's, a le- it's a legal transaction, correct. right? Correct. That That person who's giving up that child for adoption, they no longer have legal rights to that child. Uh-huh. You know, they... They and we'll talk about different types of adoption, but really, it, when they give that child for adoption, that adoptive family is now raising that child, financial responsibility for that child, and they give their own morals and values to that child, right? Because the, the children become a part of somebody else's family, Absolutely. somebody else's demographic, and so they pick up the lifestyle that that family has. And Absolutely. So we kind of want to be pure to that. Let me also tell you about lingo. Some people don't like me to use the word adoptive mother versus mother because they feel like once someone's adopted a child, that's their mother, okay. but just for the purposes of understanding what we're talking about today, I'm going to use adopted mother and biological mother. Understandable. Sure. Just make sure we're clear with everybody. Okay. So, okay, one of the things I want to talk about, one of the reasons that adoption has been coming up, at least at our practice so much, is that there's so much of it in the media right now, right? Um, after any big incident, Hurricane Katrina, a lot of people were adopted from New Orleans and adopted all over the country, all over yes. the world. I don't know if you guys remember maybe about uh, – 15 to 20 years ago, there were some Keystone kids in Chicago, a house full of 17 kids. All 17 of those children were adopted out nationally and also globally. All over the world, those kids were adopted. Um, We also see people on television adopting. Sandra Bullock just adopted 
a baby um, from New Orleans. Brad um, Pitt. Brad and, uh, Pitt has Angelina Jolie has. I think she's got like three or four yeah, adopted from children. All over the world, right? Correct. Um, the tragedy in Haiti. Correct. A number of years ago, like uh, Haitian children got adopted all over the world. Absolutely, absolutely. And for years, we've been hearing about people going to Asian countries and adopting children and bringing them home, right? So yes. adoptions don't just have to happen on our soil. Adoptions are happening globally. People can go other places adopt children and bring those children back. Yes. Um, yeah. And I should also say adoption is keenly important to me because my grandfather was adopted. Oh, okay. Um, he was actually adopted by his aunt, so that was a, it was more of an open adoption. Okay. But he was legally adopted by another person. And so we were raised um, with his mother being our great-grandmother, but then his, his birth mother came back into the picture, and we had to develop a relationship with her too. Right. And so we've had lots of discussions in our family over adoption, the pros, the cons, do you tell, do you not tell, and how you handle those things. And that's different. Like you mentioned, it was definitely an open adoption. Absolutely. He knew he was adopted his entire life. Mm-hmm. He knew biological mom as well as adoptive mom. And right. adoptive mom was his aunt. Correct. Right? So everybody knew, the whole family knew what was going on. Well, well, let me explain. It, Go ahead, Not everybody knew so soon. I mean, oh, okay. the adults knew. Okay. But he found out along the way. And once he found out, um, then you're right. The family knew. He knew who his parents were, okay. his biological parents. But he was literally raised by his um, aunt and her husband. And they he assumed their last name. So we have their last name. Well, I don't have your last name, but... But, you know, all of my aunts and uncles have their last name, and that is who they saw as grandmother. They saw his he mother as grandmother. Correct, as okay. grandmother. Um, so it was, and it's interesting, too, because my grandfather passed away before his biological mother, and we had a lot of time to get to know her, to talk to her. And actually, when she got reintroduced to our family, I met her again at the same time that he did, right? Okay. Um, and I think a lot, for a long time, his my mom and her siblings weren't really clear about what adoption could be, what it meant. But he knew all of his extended family and who he was to them and what their relationship was to him. And I do have to say, just from our experience, he really fiercely loved his adoptive mother, just for the definition for you to know who I'm talking about. Okay. But um, he also had a love for his biological mother. But it was it was tenuous because she didn't raise him, um, even though he had similarities to her. So there's all these things that come up in adoption that are really important to people. Absolutely. Great yeah. points. Yeah. Great. So you have some things to go over. Why do people adopt? Sure. There's a couple of reasons why parents give up children for adoption. One, probably one of the primary reasons is financial reasons, right? Mm-hmm. They, fit, they they cannot afford that, raise this child in the way they think that would be uh, appropriate for that child. You know, mm-hmm. they want to uh, provide a certain education for the child, um, uh, clothing for the child, mm-hmm. food for the child, obviously. And for whatever reason, they feel they cannot do that. Mm-hmm. So they say, you know what, it would be more beneficial to give that child to another family. They mm-hmm. can be raised in an environment that would be financially beneficial for that child, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Another reason is maybe it's a single parent, right? The couple had a child, they weren't married, and now, say for whatever reason, the father does not want to be involved in the life of that child. So now you have a single mom raising that child. So you know what? I can't do this on my own. Mm-hmm. And she decides to go ahead and give that child away for adoption. Mm-hmm. Uh, another reason could be a, just a teenage pregnancy, okay? Teen, 15, woman, a, a girl gets pregnant, so you know what? And maybe the parents say, you know what? You, we, you're only a child. I'm not going to raise a child. You're going to have to give that child away for adoption. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or, the, or the girl says, you know what, I can't do this. I want to go to college. You know, this is going to take me a direction. I don't want to go in my life. Mm-hmm. She decides to give the child away for adoption. Bad timing is another reason okay. that people adopt children um, or put their children up for adoption. Steve Jobs' parents had – he was adopted, right? That's right. And both of his parents were professors at an Ivy League university at the time that, that – 
they got pregnant with his, him, the biological, his biological parents, okay. and they gave him up for adoption because they felt like it was bad timing for them. So it wasn't finances. It wasn't that they weren't two people together. It was that they just didn't feel like that was the right time. Career goals. They had you know, Absolutely. higher aspirations, what they wanted. They thought a child would make, take her in a different direction. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Fair enough. Yeah. Another one I've heard about is moral issues. Maybe a, uh, the child is um, out of wedlock. And in that community, in that family, that's the shame upon that. Or by somebody that they shouldn't be by. Or by somebody they shouldn't yeah. be by. Somebody else's somebody husband. Else's, somebody else's husband. A relative. Relative. Neighbor. They say, you know what, for whatever reason, some shame yeah. or, you know, this thing is mm-hmm. just going to go away. Mm-hmm. Okay? The other one I said is really a family that already has children already. They weren't expecting another child. You know, we already have three Absolutely. kids. We're kind of finished. Mm-hmm. You know, that happened 10 years ago and mm-hmm. surprise pranks. So you know what? We, in our family, we're finished. They could be saying that. Absolutely. We're not really willing or really ready to have another child in the family. Absolutely. So they choose to give up a child for adoption. Absolutely. So a lot of different reasons why someone would uh, give up a child for adoption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some do it by force. I mean, there there are there are some countries where babies are sold for adoption. I mean, yeah. so there's, there's lots of reasons nationally and internationally that people adopt yeah, or, or put their children up for adoption. And then let's look at some reasons that people adopt children. Um, some of the reasons that people say they adopt children is, one, to put the to maybe they have fertility issues, mm-hmm. they're not able to have children, and there are lots of children in the system. There are Absolutely. so many children in the system, um, little, medium-sized, older kids, and all of these children are looking for families. Some people adopt because they want to do a good deed. I've had families tell me, Dr. Noel, listen, I've, I've been blessed so much with so right. many things. I want to give those blessings to somebody else. I want to help somebody else get something, and I want to do, to do that good deed. And I put my fingers up because some good deeds are good deeds and some good deeds are not, right? I mean, Good so intentions. You have to, right, we have to be careful. Right. Um, some people adopt because they really are ready to be parents. And they. I have a lot of people that tell me, Dr. Noel, I don't need to produce a parent or child because I've got so many. There's so many in the world already. I can take one of these and do the right thing. There. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some people, and this is why I really feel like adopt a child or before they put a child up for adoption, some people adopt for, for their kid to have company. I've had people tell me, hey, my my seven-year-old wants a sibling. I'm not going to have any more kids. I'm going to adopt a child. That's a great one. You could have a, a couple that maybe had one child, but now they're later in life, and now they can't have any more children biologically. So or don't what? want to. Or don't want to. Right. Or don't want to yeah. for, for whatever reason. Right? But you know what? I want my child to have a sibling, to grow up with a sibling or something mm-hmm. like that. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and adopt. Absolutely. So a lot of reasons why, why people adopt children. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And none are better or worse than the other. We're not. We're definitely not passing right. judgment on people who right. adopt or who put their children up for adoption. But it's a real predicament that people find themselves in. There's a rap star that you like that found out he was adopted. Um, uh, DMC. Run DMC. Run DMC. Yeah. Yes. He didn't even know he was adopted. I forgot the whole story. And you know, from what I've seen, I haven't delved, um, you know, dig deep into the story. But he's taking it hard. You know, his whole thing was in um, Ralph McDaniel, you know, his name was part of the, the DMCP, so mm-hmm. he, and he found out, and he was surprised him, you know, right. his whole life, he was who he was, and then he found out later in life that he was adopted, and it really adopted. shook him up. Right. For those of you all that see me on camera, I'm playing with my phone to tell you some famous people that were adopted, Steve Jobs, John Lennon, Marilyn Monroe, Jamie Foxx, Nicole Ritchie, Faith Hill, Snooki, does anybody know who Snooki? From uh, Jersey Shore. From Jersey Shore, okay. Ray Liotta. Um, Babe oh, yeah. Ruth, J C J C Chavez. I'm not Jay Z. No, not Jay Z. Not Jay Z. J C Chavez. Okay. okay. Um, Kristen Davis, Bill Clinton, Lance Armstrong, Eric Clapton, Andy Dick, <laughs> Ice T, Debbie Harry, Sarah McLaughlin, Truman Capote, 
uh, Tim McGraw, Nelson Mandela, Gerald Ford, Trace Cyrus, Keisha Cole, um, the list goes on, Francis McDormand, Dean Kane, Michael Bay, Gary Coleman, Ingrid Bergman, David Berkowitz, Jesse Jackson, Kelly Preston, Edgar Allan Poe, Lee Majors, Melissa Gilbert, Louis Armstrong, Scott Hamilton, Dave Thomas from Wendy's, from Wendy's Fang. I mean, so that's just to name a few people. All different races, all different genders, mm-hmm. I'm sure different economic backgrounds. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Then tell us about types of adoptions. You've looked them up. Yeah, we take a look about different types of adoptions. So uh, there are several different types of adoptions, and it could vary from state to state. So you've got to know the laws in your state. But in general, you have uh, an open adoption where the, the family gets a chance to meet, the biological family meets the potential adoptive family, um, it's an open communication that child knows their adopted parents, okay? They have communication, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes even visits, but emails, pictures go back and forth. Right. So it almost has the child has a two relationships, right? One with the adoptive family as well as with the biological family. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so that's an open adoption. Absolutely. Let me talk just briefly about open adoption. One of the main purposes, it used to be when adoption was occurring that it was done in secrecy, that you don't tell the child they're adopted, you don't talk about the fact that they're adopted, you don't talk about the the biological family, we don't look for them, they don't look for us, we change your name, we move on, you blend in with us. And at that time, most of the people were adopting children of the same race as them, right? So right. it might have been easier for a child to sort of assimilate sure. and not even think about sure. whether they're adopted or not, right? In the 80s, though, people started saying, listen, like, you end up finding out. Like, maybe they go for a blood transfusion and find out everybody's uh, B positive and they're O negative. Like, what happened? Oh, you find out you're adopted. So then what do we do? How, why didn't we tell them? How do we deal with that now, right? right. Or um, a mother gives up a child and they wait till they turn 18 and then they go looking for the kid. They find them and they, hey, hey, so-and-so, you're adopted, but they never knew, right? right and right. so law started to change saying, wait a minute, why don't we give these families an opportunity to choose the type of adoption that they want so that people aren't getting, their minds aren't being blown when they turn 18 and they find out that they're adopted. Or uh, another big place people find out they're adopted when you join the military because the military actually finds out who you up. are. They Absolutely. check you out. Wait a minute, that's not your name. You were adopted. So there's stories of so many people finding out when they join the, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Wait, I was adopted. Nobody told me, right? I've heard a lot about deathbed confessions. Yeah. At, at grandma's side, you know, yes. <laughs> last word, you actually adopted what? Right. You no, know, right. That kind of thing. So right. it can come out. In unopportune times, mm-hmm. family members get into an argument. You know, oh. you never knew, but you was adopted, cousin. Yes, yes. You know, that's that Thanksgiving that's dinner <laughs> adoption story. So for real, that's well, people, well, people go, oh, I bet your mother didn't tell you you were adopted. Stuff like that. So right. things were happening like that for years, for decades. And then totally people are like, wait a minute, let's change the way we do this. Let's have open, let's have semi-open, or close it for some reason. Because some families say, if I'm going to be their mom and dad, and I'm going to do the heavy lifting, paying the bills, uh, fixing the boo-boos, going to school for them, right. then I'm definitely not going to have you popping in as Santa Claus mom right. or dad, bringing gifts, bringing toys. No, right. I'm not going to do the heavy lifting and then you do, you know, you get to do your whatever you yeah, want right. to do. Right. And so that's how close adoptions are still fairly popular because some people are like, no, I'm not going to do everything and then you, you right. get to kind of pick up at 18 and say, rah, 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 I'm your, I'm your real mom. That and that's definitely an option of close adoption mm-hmm. where the information is not shared with the child. There's really no communication. Mm-hmm. Really, at all, no emails, no updated pictures, you know. <laughs> and so sometimes the, uh, the biological parents, you know, from an emotional standpoint, say, you know what, I'm giving up my child for adoption. It's going to be too hard for me. It could Absolutely. be to get the email, to see them growing up, you know, uh, tears their heart out. You know what, let me go and I'm just going to on my life and, mm-hmm. you know, love you, but 
I'm going to go ahead and do what I need to do. And, um, the jury, and the jury's still out, so to speak, on is an open adoption better? Is right. a closed adoption better? Right. When, when do you tell a child that they've been adopted? Do you tell them in the beginning? Do you tell them in the end? How, how do you manage those things with Absolutely. the kid? I mean, that that kind of stuff happens. Especially in a closed adoption, right? With Absolutely. the open adoption, you know because the, the, the parent, the biological mm-hmm. parent is interacting with the child. Right. With closed adoption, there's no communication unless you tell the child. But now I think the issue with social media is that you can find your kid fairly easy, right? Yes, you know, yes. you you might not know their name anymore. Let's say that parent changed their name, right? But you know when they were born. You know who you adopted them out to. You, yes. It won't be hard to you know, find. Correct. Exactly. Right. It won't be hard to find them. Um, so there's stories of people. You know, I'm your mom. Inbox. That those kinds of things are happening. So even though close adoptions are still, um, you're still able to do that. Unless you're taking a child from a, another country and bringing them here, it's not it's not that difficult to find that kid that, right. that someone's giving them for adoption. Another option, kind of in between, is a semi-open adoption. Okay. Where they're saying a lot of people are saying that's kind of very pop- popular. Out of the three, that's probably one of the most popular as of right now is a trending, mm-hmm. where you get periodic updates from the child or from the from the adoptive parents to the biological parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have some communication, but it's got to be approved through the agency. Absolutely. It's not just open. You can just call anytime you want, but mm-hmm. go through the agency. You can't have some visitation. Um, mm-hmm. So it's semi-open, not right. full open, okay, right. but you do get the periodic. Mm-hmm. The child will know that they're adopted. You have some kind of communication. So it's kind of in between. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So a lot of different choices. Like I mentioned, there's no one that's right, no one that's wrong. Every family, every situation is different. So you just mm-hmm. got to decide what's best for you. Right. And you mentioned a little bit earlier is you may want to seek some counseling as you're making these. No, decisions. you need to seek counseling. Need to seek counseling when you. If you're okay. if you're going to adopt a child, I mean, I think this is a big deal. If you're going to yeah. adopt a child, when you have a child that falls out of you, right, and you know everything about your spouse and all those things, you can get the unexpected. You you don't know what what's right. going to happen. Right. But when you're adopting a child from a different family, different demographic. There are things that we just have innately because we're related to somebody. Like sure. my dad has always loved hot sauce. I love hot sauce too, right? Right. If I, they, there are studies that show even if I was never raised with him, I, I would still love hot sauce, right? So there's these anomalies that happen that in families you have to think about what do I do in that case Absolutely. that that happens. The other things you want to think about in counseling is am I, you can't return a kid like you do a pair of shoes, right? And I know when I worked in DCFS, there were kids that were adopted, and maybe, hey, that kid had trauma to their lives, and they weren't responding the way that the parents thought that they should, so they want to return to sender the child that they got, right? right? So when you think about adopting a child, it's an adjustment process. How are you going to manage um, not having free time anymore? Absolutely. Because as a parent, we both know this right. one. That free time, that's over. That secret nookie in the closet, that's gone. You know what I'm saying? So you have to deal with, what do I do with my free Or if your kid asks you a question, you know, my daughter runs up to me, mommy, mommy, when are you having another baby? That's a bad, whoa, how do I manage that? So you have to be able to deal with those things. Another thing you have to deal with with adoption is um, how do you manage it when they are told that they're adopted and they get older, if they choose to see or find their biological parents, are you able to handle that, right? Because there's some emotions. You can feel some kind of way. That, that's you know? a big one. You, know, you can like feel you some kind before, of way. You've been paying the bills. You've been giving emotional support, wiping mm-hmm. the nose, taking a school, Absolutely. picking up, taking a soccer. The heavy lifting. All the heavy lifting. The heavy lifting. And then the child that you love, put all your heart into it. So you know what? I really want to know my biological parents. And and there's nothing wrong with them wanting to I know want that to be biological parents. I want them for Thanksgiving. What? Right. right. Ooh. Or here's the one that happens a lot that makes it difficult. I want us to be a big happy family. Ooh. I want us. Yes. I want you to include my mom and dad 
and that language, yes, my mom yes. and dad, in with our family, right. right? Because I'm a part of them. I come from two families. I want right. to have that opportunity. And a lot of times when you adopt kids, you might not feel like that's something right. that you that you want to do. You right? want to adopt a child, but you don't want to adopt the biological mother and father. Right. You don't want what comes along with that. And right. oftentimes stuff comes along with that, and you, and you don't want that, right? Here's yeah. another thing to think about. And this happened when I was in DCFS. It was um, – a lot of interracial adoptions happening, yes. a lot of same-gender couples adopting children. Yes. And it's, do do you know the cultural context that your child will be growing up in, right? Yes. That's really, really big. Yes, it so is. So if, um, if you're black and you adopt a, a child from Asia, are you, do you know enough about the culture to help them yes. manage that? Do you know enough about, do you speak their native language? Is that something that you want to learn? You're right. Um, if, you, if you have a child who you adopt a child from another country who does speak another mm-hmm. language, mm-hmm. are you going to teach them about their culture? Absolutely. You know, can you? Can you teach them can about you, their culture? Right? How do you and, do that? And there's all kinds of thoughts about should you or shouldn't you, but but those adoptions are happening, those right? Happen. Um, we've got a lot of adoptions with black children and non-black families, yes. right? And so. Like people, I had I saw one thing on Facebook where this guy said he was racially profiled uh, driving maybe a, a few months ago. Both of his parents that adopted him were white, and they never warned him about what could happen being black in America. Right. And, and the mother said on camera, "I didn't know that stuff could happen." Exactly. I never it, experienced it. Wasn't it. Her background. It wasn't her background. Right. And that doesn't make her bad or good right. or whatever. But he's being pulled over driving while black, right? And he's talking about, "Hey, mom, why didn't you tell me these things?" Mom, I didn't, know, but I didn't have them before. I didn't that know, because a lot of times when you're not a part of a demographic, you don't see what they go through, right? And no you don't, because when the police looked at that young man, they didn't know anything about his parents being white. Right, exactly. They yeah. saw Boogie Down Productions, and they were like, ticket this Pull over. Right, and so he said that they slammed him on the floor. His uh, The passenger was white. The passenger was like, why are you doing this to my friend? They didn't touch the friend. They touched him. He comes home and tells his mother. His mother's like, I don't know, is this that credible? Is that 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 mean, because he's from a different Physical demographic, right? Absolutely. So she might have raised him and, and taught her everything. She, he, she knew about being a good person, right. but then there's certain peculiarities and differences in each group of person, yes. right? I mean, so there's not it's not like it's right or wrong with these things happen. Absolutely. These things happen. And that's yeah. something to consider when you're going to adoption. If you're going to pick a child from a different culture, from a different country, Absolutely. things of that nature. Absolutely. And then what are what what is your responsibility, right, as an adoptive parent? Now, this is any parent should be asking this question. What's your responsibility as a parent, right? How far do I keep you to 18 and then you get out? I've taught you everything I need to know. Right. Um, are you willing, like they say now, this this millennial group may live at home with their parents until they turn 40, okay? Let's say you adopt a kid. Are you ready to keep it from zero to 40? Um, can you? If you adopt a kid as an older person, are you 60? You you get a newborn. Right. You keep them for 40 years. You're 100, Right, right, right. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I mean people are having children and adoptions are much later in life. Yes. Right. People yes. Are having going through their master's degree, PhDs, and yes. now I'm thinking about having a child. ABCs and one, two, three. Absolutely. And then you get a baby at fifty, and then this at this, twenty, you're, you're seventy, and that's right. 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 That's mm. scary. Are we have more kids. Oh no, hold on. Hold on. That's another show. Let me, let me add up. Let me add up. Okay. So, but these are things yes. to think about Absolutely. if you're going to be an adoptive parent. For for parents, another question, because I, I got this question, and I, and I have to read it. It says, um, here it is. Dr. Noel, when should I tell my child that they've been adopted? Um, and that's Good a very question. As a therapist, let me tell you this, as soon as possible. Mm, okay. Um, because it will come out, right? If it's anything like my family, right, it will come out, some dinner s- subject will come up, um, some 
backdoor comment will come out. You know, I was thinking it can come out when someone doesn't even mean to come out. Let's say a cousin or aunt, whatever, knows the adoptive, the biological parents. They can just say, you know, your eyes just look just like your mother's eyes. And you know, your mother does not look, your eyes don't look like your adoptive mother's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they talking about? Oh, mm-hmm. rose. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that innocent. Yeah, you don't think? Yeah, no. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody, ain't nobody they making. They're playing it off like it's innocent. Yeah, but it's no. really nice. They hated your mother forever. They can't <laughs> wait to tell you you adopted. And so, so that's why I'm saying tell people sooner rather than later. Um, another reason that you need to tell children is for health matters, right? Oh, that's a great reason. You're not a match for nothing, right? Right, not a match and for anything. And this is family. Hey, anybody in the family want to give me a match? That's coming out, right? Because you also, as a child, you're growing up, you need to know what um, your family biological well, history. history is. Even small things. For... Are they fat? I mean, for real. Oh, because maybe your adopted family skinny. They can eat all day and night. Right. You eat a cornflake, boom. boom. Like, why is this going Right, on? why does that happen? So you need to know what to watch out for, how to protect mm-hmm. yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You also want to protect your kids from thinking you're a liar. And, and and so it's a mixed bag, right? If you don't tell, right, then they do get to, as long as you're not treating people different, they, they do get to grow up and not feel very different, right? right? However, if you if you don't tell them it comes out, now you look like you you can't be honest. For 20 years, 18 years, you never told me this big information. Right, which is big can't information. Tr- if I can't trust you on this, right. I'm not going to trust you when you're giving me guidance for life and information. I'm not, you know, right. somebody could react like right. that. Here's the other reason you need to tell. Siblings marrying siblings, right, That's having me. babies. Yes. So yes. you adopt a child and you live on the west side, Okay. The parents live on the south side. Right. These two people meet a cousin. They have an attraction to each other. They don't know it's because they're brothers but and sisters. sisters. Right? Or cousins. Or cousins. Or whatever. And so the worst possible case is they get married. Have a, I mean, that, and I've seen yeah, cases where absolutely. that has happened. Because it could be a second a second cousin right. or whatever. Like, it don't have to be a brother, but it could be right. brother, sister, first cousin, second cousin. Absolutely. But if you know you're adopted, you know what? Let's check this out. Right. Now, I, I wasn't adopted, but I had my husband looks a lot like my grandfather, so I pulled my grandfather to the side. Hey, I got questions. No, Paul? Not Paul, Paul. Not Paul, Paul? Oh, man. <laughs> the bald-headed guy? Well, you had hair then. Yeah, hair. But I was like, do you know him? So these are serious questions that yes. people have to ask, yes, yes, right? Yes. Right? Here's the other reason that you want to talk about adoption, um, or, or you want to tell as soon as possible. You don't know how long you have on, on the planet, right? I mean, so like, if you're an older family, right? Right. You pass away. We had a situation where mm. um, there was a friend of the family who her mother passed away, so she was going through the paperwork in the attic, and she found her own death certificate. She wasn't dead. Wow. So whose death certificate is that? And who are you? So she went asking her relatives, hey, Auntie so-and-so, do you know anything about me? I ain't talking. Right. Your mama <laughs> took it to her grave. Okay, so now the truth is dead. Right, right. That person who had the information is gone. Right, and you got aunties protecting people. So she never, re- I don't, you know, I, I was a kid. Or her people die from that, that unnatural cause, car accident. Right. Right? Get sick all of a sudden. Don't right. have an opportunity to share the information. Correct. Now, I was going to tell you when you turn 18, but that person died before the right. when they turned 18. Right. So they couldn't right. get a chance to share that information. So the kid's growing up <laughs> under one mindset and never has the true information. Absolutely. The other thing is, I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you're with a bunch of people and you just feel very different from them? Oh, sure. Absolutely. A lot of adopted kids tell me, sometimes I say, well, I just feel really, really different. Well, if you don't tell them, hey, you're adopted, we love you, but, hey, you you know, then right. they're thinking, hey, I'm just an eyeball. Something's wrong with me. Right. What's wrong? I don't know what's don't wrong know. with me. Right. Why is everybody else in the family this way except right. for me? Why do people whisper when they're around me? Because you know how families do. You're in the kitchen, That's two it. people whispering, the kids yes. walk in, shut up. 